Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about two different kinds of stress. More to come on that in a moment. Also, before we go into it, just know you may hear some fireworks in the background. I am recording this on the 4th of July. All right, before we get into this episode, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so the common narrative is often that stress is bad and it's leading to health issues, leading to burnout. The more we can reduce stress, the better. But that is a, a bit simplistic. And I'm sure if you've really, if you really decide to look at your own experience and, and explore, you know, where, what has been your experience of stress over the years, has it been useful? Has it been uh, a hindrance in different ways? You'd probably come up with different responses. There have been times where stress has certainly caused a lot of suffering and pain, and you've had a strong desire to reduce stress. But other times where stress has perhaps served you positively, or has felt like a, a motivating force, or has been something that helped you grow. Then this is where we get into the distinction of two different kinds of stress. That is, eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, and distress, D-I-S-T-R-E-S-S. Eustress versus distress. So eustress is a a certain kind of stress that um, can be helpful for us, can be a form of motivation for growth, can be that extra activation that we might feel that gets us to maybe start working on that project or feel a little uh, motivated to get going with something and work a little harder and uh, apply ourselves that much more and maybe gives us a bit of a, a cognitive enhancement. This compared with distress, which we know to feel more overwhelming. It might even feel a bit paralyzing. We might get stuck in fear and we might feel too anxious to function well in the world. It doesn't feel like it's serving us positively. We just feel like it's breaking us down and holding us back. Now, the the difference here is that in eustress, the energy that is provided from the stress is proportionate to what is needed in the situation. The energy provided is proportionate proportionate to what is needed in the situation, where distress, that energy just feels accessible and unusable. And I I think that's something that most of us can associate into when there's just so much activation in the body that there's no way to direct it. It feels like it's consuming us. We're not really in relationship to it. It is just overpowering us. And other times where we are working on something we are looking for a little bit more motivation or a bit of an edge. It's like, oh yeah, I do feel some activation in my body, but I can direct it. I can use it intentionally for the task at hand. So the first takeaway from this is just simply that there are different kinds of stress. Not all stress is bad. And 
being able to discern what kind of stress is here can help us relate to it better and decide uh, how we want to use it, how we want to uh, perhaps try and mitigate the stress that's here or ride with it. I think sometimes when we have this narrative that we're supposed to be really zen all of the time, even when there is a, a positive stress that might be arising, uh, we can get in our own way with riding the wave of that by thinking, oh, I, I, sh- I should be much calmer than I am right now. And this might give you permission to, to ride the energy of the moment, um, and that itself can make it more of a positive experience. So there's that to, to take into your experience of stress and how you're framing stress. But the other takeaway here, and this requires a little bit more additional teaching, is that I do believe it's possible to take things that, that might at this point be perceived as distress and help nudge them into the category of eustress based on our nervous system's uh, capacity to hold the activation that is here and building that capacity. And so you could think of it as one way to think about it. There's a teaspoon of dirt that you put in a small cup of water. The, the water gets very murky uh, and dirty. You take that same teaspoon and you put it in a pond or a puddle, um, and it's not going to be as murky. You'll still see it there, but it doesn't have as big of an impact. And so uh, there's a way that we can develop our capacity to hold our internal experience such that we still register it while it's there, but it doesn't have um, the same impact on us, or at least overwhelming impact. Uh, And that is one of the things that I've found meditation does. It it, uh, grows our window of tolerance, our capacity to hold and stay present to a certain activation in the mind, the body, the nervous system. And so um, just knowing that the work we're doing here in Practicing Human, the work you might be doing in your meditation practice, even when you just feel stress moving through you and you take a breath and you stay present to it, you're expanding your capacity to hold that activation without collapsing in its wake. Uh, And from there, you can actually direct it more meaningfully and ask, all right, how do I want to be in relationship to this right now? How do I want to use this? And you can shift something that might feel like distress in the moment to actually being a form of eustress. So uh, that's all I'll share about this for, for now, and hopefully this gives you something to reflect on, these two forms of, of stress, eustress versus distress. And uh, at the very least, we can knock the myth that all stress is bad. So thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you next time. And until then, take care.